The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Anyway, Kieran Cunningham is with me. She's sports writer, a current affairs columnist with the Irish Daily Star. Uh, Kieran, you're welcome to the show. I won't ask your opinion on whether uh, Richard the Thatcher is right that Donegal should be given up as a, a wedding present. Um, instead, we'll talk about Daniel Kinahan. So the reports today that he has he has left Dubai and fled to Iran. Uh, that's the latest. Uh, do we know how accurate these reports might be? Uh, well, I, I would. Uh, no, those reports appeared in Irish Independent. Um, if you look at the journalists involved, you know they wouldn't. They don't. You know they don't really run with flyers. I'm sure they've got source good. They have good sources that. Uh, uh, behind the story. Well, I, I suppose I, 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 I didn't, I wasn't questioning the integrity oh, no, of the, yeah, the journalist. Because no, I I, I, he also floats the possibility that, you know, Yemen is on the cards. I guess my question, worded clunkily, um, to what degree can we say with any certainty that we know where Daniel Kinahan is? Yeah, well, I, I don't think, I think it's very hard to say, but definitely with 100% certainty because it's just over a year since the US imposed the sanctions on the Kinahans, and that was the game changer because it really narrowed the world. It made the world very small for the Kinahans and where they could go. So straight away, people have been looking. You're looking at states that are very hostile to the US, and they are the ones that would possibly harbor uh, people that are wanted by the, US, the American authorities that put that kind of reward on their heads. So you were looking at the likes of uh, um, uh, Iran came up in the conversation, and a couple of other countries came up, and you know, this isn't the first time Iran has been mentioned. It was mentioned about five months ago that he could possibly have gone to Iran. And there are Iranian links to the Kinahans. Uh, they've, they've laundered money through Iran. It was reported uh, about five or six months ago that Christy Kinahan was trying was uh, involved with Iran and t- trying to source uh, fighter jets for them, and, you know, that, 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 that he was involved in that trade. So it wouldn't be a huge surprise. You know, there have been other reports at times that have been moved that he's moved to Oman and to Kazakhstan and to Qatar, and there are also these moving from house to house uh, is in terms of Daniel Kinn and, and Anne Christie, uh, moving from house to house in Dubai, and that he's under constant surveillance. But you know, the, the one thing you do hear consistently is the net is closing on in on him and on the Kinnahans uh, as a whole. A lot of the mid-ranking uh, members of the cartel have already gone on to South America. Uh, but I don't think that's a, a runner for the people at the very top. But, uh, you know, the, the guard that you have sent people out to Dubai, the Americans with people in Dubai. And if he is in Iran, I think pressure will come on Iran. Iran, Iran are, are often uh, slow to um, give in to any international pressure, particularly from the Americans. But I don't think it would be the brightest idea to harbour the Kinnahan. Mm. I mean, yeah, because do, do we know to what extent the Iranian regime, I mean... W- if he were to be in Iran, whether they he would be there with their their permission, because I was mentioned again in that piece of kind of it's kind of a terrorist group within Iran. Now that could mean one of a number of things. There are you know groups that we would label as terrorists that you know are, are seen as perfectly legitimate militias within Iran. There are genuine terrorist groups that the Iranians would agree are terrorists as well. So it's hard to know what that means. Yeah, well, my instinct, like, and obviously I don't know this for sure, Karen, but. I, I, I wouldn't think, you see, uh, you know, the Kinans have dealt with, you know, the Iranian government. You know, I would think there's they have a lot of money behind them. And I would say there would, would, would be feeding, if you're going to Iran, it would be through feeding money to certain groups or bribing certain officials. And we know for a fact, like this came out in court a few months ago about uh, the false tra- a false passport that Daniel Kinnan was travelling on and how he came across that uh, 
passport. So uh, all sorts of documentation and you know all sorts of things would be put in place to allow him to move around. That they would have the money to be, to, to enable that. And I can't imagine they're dealing with officials at, at government level, though, given how you know, uh, uh, given the position they're in mm. in terms of the security forces. I mean, it it is it is a long way from kind of the high life of, of kind of the leader of an international drugs cartel. I mean, are are they effectively running the Kinahan cartel while on the run themselves? Yeah, they are, and. Yeah, that, that, you know, it's 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 not. I wouldn't say it's business as usual, but business is carrying on. Like obviously, the, the things have had to change. But like I, I've been talking to people. But something else worth highlighting, I me, mean, Karen, is I've been talking to people in UK Boston over the last couple of months, and there are people in positions of power there, and they have told me that Kinnan still has a major influence in boxing, even though MTK Global, which he owned and co-founded was involved with for so long as no uh, you know supposedly folded a year ago mm. but they said he's still involved with key people within the within the fight game so from that point of view uh it is business as usual yeah, i mean it, does that reveal i mean the 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 depth to which that they had 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 kind of penetrated the boxing world that, well, you know, well, that, that, it, that in the wake of all these sanctions, that they still have a direct influence on, on fighting in the UK. Yeah, well, it's shown that like, nothing has changed in boxing in terms of gov- uh, uh, governance of the sport since Kidman's involvement was exposed. Like, nobody within boxing has stood up and said, we have to put something in place to stop like, somebody like Daniel Kidman getting involved again. There's no will with it. There doesn't seem to be will within boxing for governance. And within the sport... The only thing that really talks is money. And Daniel Kinnan has plenty of money, and with that money comes influence. And a lot of people just won't ask the questions as long as the money is there, mm. and they don't care where the money is coming from. And why, why, why will no one ask it? Beyond the, the, the money, I mean, is it, is it a cultural I, thing within boxing? Is it the individuals who happen to be administering and running the fight game at the moment? Well, well there's a number of things. Like, like, culturally, uh, you know, it was an issue going back decades, but I don't think that excuses where we are now. But there's never been um, there's never been proper governance. Like you know, the, 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 you have a ma- one major international governing body that runs every other major sport. You know, whether it's FIFA, whether you know, whether it's World Rugby, whatever. But in boxing, you don't have that. Like even in the US, every single state has a boxing commission. So there's you know there's fifty different boxing commissions yeah. trying to run the sport, and then there are a lot of them have different rules. So it's complete chaos. And uh, because of that, it's an easy sport to kind of plot a takeover. And this also is a sport that, that in many ways is broken. Did you see the embrace of sports washing, the way Daniel Kinnan was welcomed into the sport, and the way doping stories have been treated, mm. and uh, doping tests, and the pressure that's been put on journalists and um, doping officials from people within boxing because they've highlighted these stories. So that is not healthy either. So, I mean, right, let, let's kind of broaden the picture again. You've got uh, the Kinnahans uh, on the run since uh, these sanctions were announced uh, almost exactly a year ago uh, now. The latest is that they may well be in Iran. They're possibly in Yemen, Oman, you mentioned, Qatar. They're certainly moving from place to place to try and evade justice. Despite that, they're running the cartel while on the run and they sort of have a direct influence on boxing. I mean, c- can this be maintained by them in perpetuity, do you suspect? 
No, well, I, I'd be fairly confident okay. that they will be brought to justice because I, 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 it goes back to what I said earlier on. I think the U.S. getting involved changed the game. You know that they just uh, it's you know, that press coverage was so dramatic. Like when do you see somebody you know a reward of five million being announced for somebody's head at a public press conference? Like it just, I think that was unprecedented. And behind the scenes, that had been building up for years. And there's still stuff going on behind the scenes, obviously, over the last year that we don't know about, but it will come to light. Kieran Cunningham, Chief Sports Writer, Current Affairs Columnist with the Irish Daily Star. Kieran, thanks a million uh, for joining us uh, here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cunningham with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.